checkmate. So, just been walking again, and there's just little subtle subtleties that make you think. Like consider, consider scientists saying there is matter, there must also be antimatter, right? So that's assume they've never seen it, never observed antimatter. But they've taken an opinion or an educated guess that there is something to the opposite of matter. And they call it antimatter, right? All they've really done is seen that the, there is a balance. That there's something that they can't see in the matter that is causing it to act or behave in a certain way. And I think it's when they, I think it's what is it in the particle accelerators when they're smashing smashing the particles together and they're saying that uh, I'm guessing they're looking like like nanoseconds frames and seeing changes and they can't describe it or they can't can't account for all of the changes but it's all very simple <laughs> it all comes down to It all comes down to frequency. You've got high frequency and low frequency. High frequency is white, low frequency is dark, black. So, you've got light and you've got dark, everything casts a shadow. That is the antimatter, so to speak. The matter is the thing that emits, radiates, or reflects light. The antimatter, the, uh, the shadow, absorbs light. It's dark, it's not reflective. Not in the same way as Yeah, not in the same way as something that's of a higher frequency. So let me just wait up a second. So as I was walking, I was thinking, how, how do they explain a shadow? Like what's the simplest scientific explanation? And I'm talking like in terms of popular mainstream science, like what do they describe that as? Because all science is generally, is just knowledge. It's just know, uh, knowing things. 
for popular science adds ambiguity, complexity. It makes it a like a society. Only people that can speak that language can can participate. So you have to know the equations, you have to know chemical compositions, all that stuff. But it really doesn't have to be that difficult. It's just that the people in that have been taught that way. They've been taught the processes and methods. So that's what they do. So, how would they explain what a shadow is? Has anyone ever tried to explain to you in physics? They can explain what light is. But a shadow is something that's emitted as a result of light. You can't have a shadow without light. And you can't have light without a shadow. Sorry about that, I got cut off. Somebody tried to call me. I guess I should really put my phone on airplane mode or something. To stop any calls from cutting off my recording. Anyway. So you've got light and shadow, they come in. They they coexist. One can't exist without the other, right? So in essence, if you, um, if you go back to like the basics, right? So you see the things that you do because your brain is decoding the information. It's decoding the, the light in that continuous energy flow. So what color is that light? It has to be white, right? Because that's what you are shown. That the white light goes through the prism or crystal and it's split into its constituents into the visible light spectrum. So the the crystal, what is that? Is it something in your brain? Is it a process or is it just maybe descriptive of the eye and the way that the eye deals with the light and then the way the brain processes the information within that light. But if you cut out, if you cut that out completely, the processing, the crystal, you just have white light and darkness, black.
shadow. So all that in between, all the visible light in between isn't visible because it requires Morning. Because it requires the processing in order to in order to perceive it. But at the basic level, everything is just black and white. The first TVs were just black and white. <laughs> the first um, the first broadcast wireless broadcast radio frequency everything has progressed along the spectrum you start with radio TV then you get to mobile phones and fiber optics and essentially light and that's where it's gone to if you if you look at the quote-unquote inventions things that people have created it follows the RF spectrum there was no TV before radio there was no internet before radio it all, it was all in sequence. It was all in the pattern. So when you look at the, you look at symbols and signs, you've got the chessboard, checkerboard. What is that? What does that represent? A lot of people think maybe it's a dance floor, maybe it's just representing, you know, the the movement or the, the pieces are what has been represented. The pieces on the chessboard. But I think it's much simpler than that. I think it's just showing you the basic foundation of everything, which is black and white. <laughs> which is the phrase is it as clear as black and white or it's something along those lines so I think that's what the checkerboards typically represent it is the primary constituents of everything black and white matter and antimatter and neither can exist without the other so let's say let's say you lost the ability to process visible light so all you can see is black and white it'd be a different perspective 
you'd be seeing things as they really are and it would be it would just be a binary it would just be black and white there may be no no detail no features maybe just basic basic kind of shapes that you would see and that could be that could be I guess disorienting because it's just too too extremes isn't it it's the same as when you've got a, a police car when it's got its sirens going it's blue and red blue, blue and red lights it's two extremes and I think I think those lights those choice of colours are to create confusion because even if you've done nothing wrong even if you're doing nothing wrong if a police car comes with its sirens and you're sat in your car you have to pull over so there's confusion it's like you stop but you don't know why you're trying to think why but the red is to stop so you stop and then the blue is the why it's confusion it's the same with the black and the white they use it I don't know who they are but it would be used in signs and symbols to just create confusion because there's no in between there's no detail it's not it's not really explaining anything Which is why, again, the police, they tend to wear black and white. I don't know if it's, I know back in the, back in the 1990s, they used to have a checkerboard uh, kind of pattern on, I don't know if it was the jackets or the shirts like a lapel kind of thing but why? why was that? so they've got the got the confusing lights the red the polarity the extremes the red and the blue and then they've got the checkerboard again the polarity the extremes on the uniform so it's all to all to keep you on edge I think that's what it is it's to keep you it's to keep you between the extremes it's like the political paradigm they give you the red and the blue there's no in between there's no it's just confusion so when they give you something that is representing both extremes 
it is I think for confusion because if police were neutral if they're trying to help you right green they'd be green they'd be dressed in green paramedics dress in green most of the time there's that many different organisations of paramedics now it may not be the public NHS paramedics that pick you up anymore but they denote they denote what what they represent because the colours give you the immediacy gives you the like what is happening so the red is obviously the lower the lower nature the do something now stop pull over it doesn't matter who you are it's not directed at a specific person it's directed at all persons it's like act and think (laughs) or think and act And the the black and white is the light and the dark, the matter and the antimatter. It is the basis of everything, everything physical. Because when you close off that prism and you just see everything as light and dark. So the phrase dark to light is literally just a movement from the lower urges, lower frequency to the higher frequency. It's not figurative, it's not literal. It's not something that you can physically do. more of a spiritual thing you can't move into a shadow and then out of the shadow and into the light so to speak because that happens all the time when you're outside it's sunny and you're walking the sun's cast or your shadow is being cast by the white light light to dark dark to light So maybe the game of chess is maybe those pieces represent the archetypes, the characters. Because it's typically we got like knights, rooks, queens, kings, pawns most common one are pawns
and in mythology and stories you've got typically princes and rook uh, I don't know what a rook would be you definitely have pawns um, kings queens bishops like I guess at the basic level that's kind of what it looks like to me that the checkerboard represents the light and dark that's the basic when you remove the crystal from the equation so the light has not been split or it's not been processed as visible light it's just been seen as it is and everything is just dark and light light and shadow matter and antimatter and then the characters all they do is move either move between the light or move between the dark because they all take a position either in light or in dark on the black or the white squares and the whole aim is to get from one end to the other end of the board and then to remove the opponent's pieces from the board but then that creates imbalance but maybe that's what's happening maybe that's what happened maybe that is what happened <clears throat> and the reset is the checkmate then it goes back to back to a full board again or maybe it doesn't or this is just uh just a thought process it's not not to say what is true and what isn't it's like I said before everything everything in your perspective is true but it's also not true because somebody else will have a different perspective on the same thing the same they'll observe the same thing but the conditions the state will be different so they'll see things or believe things or perceive things slightly different. So that's why things can be both true and false. Because a quantum state is that. It is true, false, and it's also true and false. It's got three states. And it's balanced. And then when you observe it, you observe one of those states. But that's all based on your condition. It doesn't change the thing. Because another person can come along 
and they can observe the same thing but because the condition is slightly different they see a slightly different state of that object so whereas you might see it true they see it as false or somebody else comes along and says actually I don't see it I can see both I can see it both ways true and false <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's a woman uh, woman on a bike in a bright pink jacket and she went past me before and she gave me this kind of she's kind of glaring at me like what the fuck <laughs> and she just went past again same look so I kind of did a back throw. I was like, what is, go what is, is she angry? What's up, bro? <laughs> so. So yeah, perspective. Perspective is kind of driven by your condition. How you feel, the things going on around you things that influence you it's like all the stuff that I've been talking about I've never perceived before because my condition has been too distracted or too material too caught up in having things or using things or thinking Because when things just sort of, when you, when you just sort of see things differently, it's not a, it's not a thought process. It's not a thing that you have to think about and like drill, drill out of a rock. It just comes, just flows naturally, easily. And then that changes or it has effect on perspective on other things. Because you can see relationships between those things. Because ultimately everything is connected. If everything is just black and white and there is no um, they they can't can't exist one can't exist without the other so it infers everything is connected so you take it back to that basic that basic level black and white matter antimatter that's how things that's how things appear right you can't see the you can't see the antimatter without the matter. You can't see the shadow without the light. <laughs> so yeah. So that is checkmate. That was I don't know, it's just one of those things I wasn't typically thinking 
just one of those things that popped into my head. Checkerboard, always seen as a dance floor. It's uh, always seen in symbology and signs, buildings. Pretty common in bathrooms as well. At the kitchens and bathrooms, yeah. Either just squares or uh, like hexagon, hexagonal. See, then that is a bit. That's a bit like how did that start? How did that become a trend? And typically, when you go into some somewhere like that, it's kind of like there's it's like there's no I don't know how to explain it. There's no um, you don't like look at the floor and you're like, oh wow, like you're trying to figure it out. It's not like that at all. It just is what it is. But maybe if it was blue and red. Then it might be like, whoa, maybe you should stop and think, stop and think or something. So yeah, I wasn't sure, wasn't really sure what, what else I was going to talk about. So that's, that's interesting. It literally is not something I've contemplated before. I thought about because people mention it in these, in the documentaries they put together, you know, about societies and things like that. And they always mention about the checkerboard floors. So I'd think about it. What would that be for? Why would they? Why would they use that? I'm trying to think that there was a physical reason behind it. But there really isn't. It's, it is just literally an expression of the basic properties of everything around you. It's just you don't really see it because you see the detail, you see the in-between, you see the visible light spectrum. If you didn't see that, you would just see everything as black and white. So when people say it's not all black and white, well, they're true, because they're talking about the level above that, the visible light spectrum, which comes from black and white <laughs> so it is black and white it is all black and white but it isn't all black and white depends on your sp perspective depends on your condition if you know about the base level that it's all black and white you know what's above it you know that it is black and white and then it goes into the constituents of the 
visible light spectrum. And that's it. Check mate.